0: Campfire Ghost Stories. Episode 7. Footprints in Stone. You may remember that stone quarrying has been a big part of life in the village. There are the old quarry caves down by the sea that are no longer used, but the land surrounding the village is still filled with stone quarries. These are different though, they don't dig tunnels into the hills anymore, they simply blast the rock off the surface and then they dig down deeper and deeper into the land instead and they extract the limestone, an excellent building stone, which is common in that particular area. Now the land, as I've said, around the village is filled with these quarries and for people who are coming from outside of the area there are paths that make their way across the various quarry fields, um, but they're only safe really for people to use during the daytime because at night it gets difficult to spot your way and there are dangers always of falling quite a long way into a quarry pit. But local people are able to navigate those paths because they know the way the diggings change over time. And back in the 1970s, there was a man who lived in the village whose name was Tom. Now, Tom used to spend quite a lot of time at the pub in the neighbouring village, and uh, it was one of his favourite places to go for a drink. Now, this pub itself was haunted. Uh, It's haunted by the ghost of a serving girl. Back a couple of hundred years ago, The place was used by pirates and perhaps this serving girl didn't serve the drinks quick enough and she was actually murdered by one of the guests staying at the pub. If you're in the pub, apparently sometimes you hear a scream from the floor above and then you hear a thud. (coughs) And the thud is supposedly the sound of the serving girl's body as she hits the floor, having been murdered by the ghostly pirate on the floor above. Anyway, it's not that ghost that we're here to talk about today, something quite different. So this man anyway, back in the 1970s, lived in the village, went to the pub in the neighbouring village and his name was Tom. And one particular evening, it was in the summertime. Tom decided to go and take a trip over to the inn which i believe is called the ship in the next door village and so he made his way across the quarry fields he took a torch with him because he knew by the time he left the pub it would be getting dark and he spent quite a lot of time there in fact he had a couple of drinks and then he had a couple more and then the evening was going well so he had another one or two and then one for the road and by the time the pub was emptying out sometime after 11 o'clock Tom was feeling very relaxed shall we say and he saw that a mist had rolled in from the sea it was a really dense fog in fact and quite difficult to see very far in front of you but Tom had his trusty torch and he was fortified um, by the presence of a lot of alcohol in his system and was fairly confident because of that that he'd be able to make his way across the quarry fields without getting into difficulties and so he set off in a slightly zigzaggy way towards his home in the next door village His torch wasn't doing very much, it has to be said, lighting a couple of feet in front of him, not much more than that. And it was very difficult to see where he was going, but he was okay; He knew where the paths went and he was able to follow them across the quarry fields. But as he was passing one of the quarry pits, he suddenly heard a strange hissing, rasping sound. he turned with his torch shone the torch down into the pit and through the fog to his horror suddenly he saw a huge reptile head lots of massive teeth and an enormous body following behind that head Tom was absolutely terrified and he ran as fast as he could, heading for his home. He was absolutely in a complete and utter panic. He didn't know what on earth this thing was but he wanted to get away as fast as he could because he knew this thing meant him no good whatsoever and so he pounded his way down that path, pounded his way across the quarry fields and when he finally reached home he scrambled frantically in his pocket for the keys He eventually managed to get them. There were several on the ring and it took him a moment to be able to work out the right one. Then he unlocked the door, threw the door open, jumped inside, slammed the door behind him and stood there panting in an absolute mess. He was completely and utterly shaken by what had just happened to him. His wife was woken by the commotion and she came down the stairs to see what the problem was. And there she saw Tom, white as a sheet, panting crazily. And she asked him what on earth had happened. Well, Tom tried to explain and his wife said to him, Tom, look, this drinking is becoming a real problem. You're starting to see things now in the dark. This has got to stop. Well, Tom felt quite sheepish and also a little sad that his wife didn't believe his story but anyway he went to bed and though he was somewhat distracted for a while by the visions of, of what he'd seen he eventually managed to get off to sleep and it wasn't until a couple of weeks later that he was able to go back to the ship again because his wife had been fairly strict on the sort of no drinking rules and uh Anyway, this particular evening he was able to slip out and went to the pub and uh, he sat down and he had a couple of drinks. And after a while, he was desperate to tell people in the pub what he'd seen. And so he started to tell his story. Well, it didn't take long before the people around him started to snigger into their beer. He could see the smirks building up, as people were beginning to ridicule his story, and by the time he'd finished, the entire pub dissolved into gales of laughter at Tom's expense. He felt pretty small and sad, and went and sat by himself at a table in the corner. And after a while, a man who'd been sitting at the bar came over to him, and he said to him, "'Tom?' you know that story that you just told us? Can you explain to me a bit more about the exact shape and size of this thing that you think you saw? And so Tom gave the man as detailed a description as he could of this creature that he'd seen coming out of the darkness and the fog towards him. And when he'd finished, the man said to him, Well, listen, Tom, how much do you know about dinosaurs? And Tom said, well, you know, I'm, I'm not a seven-year-old. I can't tell you all that much about them. All I do know is that, you know, there were these massive creatures that used to live in this area millions of years ago. Um, and they used to be quite common, I believe, here. But I couldn't tell you one from another. And the man said to him, well, that's very interesting, Tom, because the description that you've just given me is very close to that of a Megalosaurus which is a carnivorous dinosaur that used to live in this area about 75 million years ago. And Tom was completely amazed by this. It was just too fantastical for him to possibly believe it. But on the other hand, he was delighted that at last he'd found at least somebody who was showing some signs of believing that his story might in some weird way actually be true. And so Tom left the ship that night feeling well, pretty happy, really. And um, he had at least got somebody to believe his tale. But it all got a bit stranger in the next couple of days because the quarry men took the next layer of stone out of the ground in the pit where Tom had seen the creature looming out at him through the mist. And as they took this layer of stone off they uncovered a set of fossilised dinosaur footprints in the limestone pavement. That was pretty amazing in itself but what was even more amazing was that when experts were brought in to identify the dinosaur footprints they were found to be the footprints of a Megalosaurus. And the footprints were walking right in the direction in which Tom was standing, looking down into the pit. Had he had a face-to-face encounter with a ghost millions and millions of years old? Well, I guess we'll never know. But it's an interesting story, and it is one that's got factual basis, too. It's reported in the local newspapers of the time, back in the mid-1970s, about the discovery of this set of dinosaur footprints. And even today in the quarries, they still uncover new sets of fossilised dinosaur footprints from time to time. So who knows? Perhaps Tom did indeed see a ghost from a different age, almost. I guess we'll never know. Well, this has been Campfire Ghost Stories. Thanks very much for listening. I'm Peter, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can email on campfireghostsuk at uk, or you can follow Campfire Ghost Stories UK on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks very much. Next episode coming soon.